0: Currently, we have 41 degrees in Salem, 38 in Danville, 41 in Roanoke, 39 in Bedford and Lynchburg, and 40 in Appomattox.
1: You got a special song for me? Huh? You got a special song for me? Oh no, I, oh, mean, okay. I mean I, I can. But
0: okay. I, I didn't know if we were if we were doing that. Yeah, we can do it. Reminiscing in between yeah. breaks. <laughs> yes. Memories I love squeeze.
1: I remember their song, Fruit of Another, but I don't remember this one.
0: Oh, this is Fruit of Another. Oh, this is? Yeah.
1: Was that the whole time you were playing? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, you played the other one. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah, I remember this part. So the way we got into this was I had a friend yesterday saying, kids can have ice cream trucks why can't we have coffee wagons and i was like yeah and they could play squeeze over the speaker because uh, of hot coffee in bed right but apparently i'm the only one that really loves squeeze so i don't know go figure
1: hot coffee in bed was that one of their that was one of their releases that was one of, their, that was okay. one of their hits too okay
0: um yeah i like i probably like squeeze more than anybody else did because I've, <laughs> I've always been that way right there are always these little random groups that i just thought were magnificent
1: well to go back to your your point, I mean, we do have food trucks. There are coffee trucks, but they go and they show up at events. And they, they don't, don't
0: play music like they did when we were kids. Right, Remember, they, they don't would come through the, the neighborhood. Right, and ring their bells yeah. and play the little music. i tell you stuff.
1: what, honest to goodness, if Joe Beans had a mobile Joe Beans, right. people would come out of their houses.
0: Your wife and I have talked about vino vans. We think they should have those. Yeah, yeah. You know, little wine vans <laughs> rolling around, got the little taps on the side that might do well you might be surprised
1: probably would
0: maybe if they had like an ice cream truck on the other side and then you got the wine over here something for mom and the kids
1: right i don't know well here's what here's what i'd like to do i'd like to go into the story that you teased going into the uh, top of the hour about joe um you know his the 10 top things that people are concerned about he's 50 percent or below below, yeah and so with that in mind i'm gonna play a soundbite of some democrats and some very liberal the second voice the male voice you'll hear is Terry Morantz from ABC mm. News who's who's you yeah. know major major liberal guy um, they're, they're having a little trouble with Joe.
2: We need a new generation. We need new blood, period, across the Democratic Party, in the House, the Senate and the White House. I, I I think that the country has been saying that. But if the sitting president of the United States decides to run, we're going to support him.
1: I just think the economic headwinds are so tough. Uh, and, and Biden is he just doesn't have the oomph as a candidate anymore. People don't really want him around. And he can't really make his case that, that I, I don't think the Democrats are in any better place question terry did biden ever have the oomph no and he's always said ridiculous things right even when he was more clear-minded than he is now
0: in the in the 90s and the 80s i mean what
1: he said about haiti that thing you sent me oh yeah oh my gosh
0: i mean just he always said despicable things (laughs) right unapologetically Mm -hmm. and then the gaffs he had when he was vice president none of this is should be a shock to anybody right um i did get a kick out of of reading this particular article Mm -hmm. though uh they were saying with less than a month to go until the midterms biden's approval ratings are in the dumper Mm -hmm. Uh, now a new poll shows just how bad they really are fewer than one in four Think America is going in the right direction, and you only have yourself to blame, folks. Yeah, yeah. If you voted for him, sixty-three mm-hmm. percent uh, think that the U.S. is on the right uh, is on the wrong track. Mm-hmm. But there was one—this is my favorite part. There was one section of the survey that was shocking. <laughs> Biden's approval rating is less than fifty percent on every single one of the top ten issues. So whoever wrote this still clueless,
1: right? Right.
0: What do you mean it's shocking? No, it's not. It's not shocking. So COVID-19.
1: Yeah, 47%.
0: I'm surprised it's that high. I know. And he didn't do anything to get that rating. Mm -hmm. Uh, Environment, 44%.
1: This This next one I love. Racial inequality, 42%. He can't, he, well, of course he said if you're not, if, if if you ain't black, if you don't vote for me,
0: right? Okay. I mean, he said
1: that before the election. He
0: sure did, Just and gracious. they voted for him anyway.
1: And then he runs around saying we've created you know four th- four million new jobs or whatever the number is this week. That surprises me. Mm-hmm. That next number, Janet.
0: uh Unifying the country.
1: Well, uh, employment and oh, jobs. 38. Oh, employment and jobs. Thirty eight percent. That's low. Unifying the country. I'm surprised. I,
0: it shouldn't even be that. Yeah, like unifying 7%. the country should be like. Ne- maybe it's a negative 37. It's good. And we're just misreading these. <laughs> no, right? that's the that's uh, the hyphen. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> International trade. Oh my gosh. That this... could be negative 37%
1: and then the next one,
0: taxation? Mhm. 34%. The only thing that was um that was less than economy, immigration, those were 33% was corruption. And that's 31%. 31%. That's amazing. You know that they're corrupt. You know that they're corrupt.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. So
0: what are you going to do about it?
1: I I don't see him turning this ship around.
0: And then they weighed in on most, what they want him to most focus on. Now, you tell me Mm -hmm. if any of these concerns Hmm. are being addressed by any of the uh, candidates across the country. Mm Mm-hmm. Economy—that was the number one.
1: Fifty-five percent.
0: Employment and jobs.
1: Twenty-four percent.
0: Immigration.
1: Twenty-one percent. So
0: this is what they—this is the order of what they want things focused mm-hmm.
1: on. Economy first.
0: And I'm—I'm I'm a little annoyed that uh, the environment came above unifying the country because if we don't get this country yeah. unified, it we're not going to accomplish anything. It Doesn't matter. Uh, then corruption. Mm-hmm. Then COVID
1: way down on the list
0: then racial inequality even
1: lower than covid eight percent
0: and then international trade what do you mean why is that
1: so low i don't i don't know two percent
0: and and you you know what's blatantly missing from this list
1: crime well (laughs) corruption
0: uh energy independence nobody's talking about that at all Mm -hmm. in this
1: yeah i know people are really concerned about crime it doesn't show up which is silly you know i mm. well
0: uh, we we can see that um what the key issues are and we can see that they're not addressing the key issues of course kamala was uh doing her thing for the hard-hitting news yesterday cackling she uh (laughs) she took to late night television again gushing over joe biden sure with seth myers she said i love joe biden And praised the president during the first late-night appearance on NBC's Late Night with Seth
1: Meyers. Former Saturday Night Live, you know, weekend update. Right. That's how serious he is about the news.
0: She said, let me just start with this. I strongly believe in, and the majority of Americans agree, no one should have to go to jail for smoking weed, right? I'm sure that was followed by a cackle. Right. Harris said, following a roar of applause from the audience. So you would think that Seth Meyers might have followed up with a, well, that's an interesting take, considering as when you were Attorney General for California, uh, you oversaw nearly 2,000 prosecutions for pot. Wow. Was that Was that question asked?
1: No. Oh, I thought I thought, I thought thought that was actually a question you were setting up for uh, Seth no, to ask.
0: I, I was. That's
1: what he should have asked. He should have mentioned it. Mm.
0: She oversaw nearly 2,000 marijuana-related convictions, but none of that was mentioned. Didn't talk about her record. Asked no difficult questions. Um, he did ask, what would be different if Americans can win more seats in the midterms? Mm-hmm. And she responded by criticizing the Supreme Court uh, over Roe v. Wade. Um, if we keep our numbers, then the president can sign into law the Women's Health Protection Act.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Which will allow oh, them to kill their babies easier. Yes. She didn't say it that way.
1: So much easier.
0: Yeah. And uh, and she ended her, her speech. Well, she said, I love Joe Biden. I really do. Smiling. And then... Um, that And said that he was really quite wonderful.
3: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's very thoughtful and he's kind. Mm. And he's really just quite wonderful. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> She's looking at her card. Did I say it? <coughs> Did I say it right? I yeah, had, oh, say it, I had at it at least, least... three times. Yes. Okay.
1: If I go four, I get a little star yeah, too, when I show back up at right. the White House.
0: Oh, too far. You're seeming insincere. So <laughs> you've gone too posh. Wow. Let's, let's stop that. Oh my oh word! Seven fifteen. Uh, yeah, Shawnee um, said. Does a tactical nuclear weapon affect the environment? Yes. Yeah. Well. Yes, I think it. I think it does. It could. Just a little. Uh, so we had a text earlier in the day from a listener mm-hmm. who apparently is not a Tom Sullivan fan. Okay. And and she's not sure why Salty picked him to call and chat with. Apparently, they were talking about Salty on yesterday's Tom Sullivan show.
1: They were. Okay. And.
0: Um, she said his listeners don't believe Salty is a real guy. Mm-hmm. They think he's someone Sullivan hired to be a character to improve his ratings. Really? That cracks me up. Wow. Mostly because Salty's been calling into me for oh gosh five years or something, yeah. six years, when, something when like that. When you
1: and uh, Mister D, yeah, he uh, did the show. Yeah.
0: So I think that's I think that's Long hysterical time. that they think you can't make up a Salty. I mean, True. good lord. <laughs>
1: true
0: <laughs> although uh guys don't forget salty is going to be joining oh, us brother. at the Oops, show sorry sorry
1: it, i i took heat last time i said something
0: yeah you be nice I took um, heat. so we're, we're gonna be doing a show
1: my at butt's still burning
0: second stage in amherst <laughs> the uh, second saturday in yep uh december which is like the 10th mm-hmm. it's going to be called live from rose ridge live music storytelling right. and uh all kinds of things and uh salty claws is going to be there that's what i heard telling of. some stories as only salty can and you're going to be nice to him
1: i am going to be nice yeah. i am going to be nice hey so maybe ha- we
0: should invite tom sullivan
1: yeah there you go <laughs> he can maybe MC it hey uh 7 we've got uh, halloween around the corner you were just talking about kamala let's mm-hmm. go into break uh, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can uh, get this phone call on the air. And we'll do that here in just a minute.
3: And so the question has come up, and you heard it here, and, and you'll, you'll hear it again, I'm sure. It's why not visit the border? Why not see what Americans are seeing in this crisis?
2: Well, we are going to the border. We have to deal with what's happening at the border. There's no question about that. That's not a debatable point. I've said I'm going to go to the border. And I... when are you going to the border, vice president? The administration has asked. I'm not finished. <laughs>
3: More parents are seeing the
2: value of educators when they had to bring their kids (laughs) and say, we're not paying them nearly enough.
3: (laughs) The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Don't forget to listen to The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Michael Network. McDonald. I love him. I love him,
1: too. In a kind of a bro, bromance kind of way, you know.
0: I just, I would love to see him in person. Yeah. It would make me very happy.
1: 866-916-3776. We'll condense it down because we talked uh, during that break a lot there, Alan. You did watch the whole Kanye thing, and you still kept your sanity, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't... Any, I, like I said, I'm a Prince fan. So Prince has said similar things in the past uh, about the media and stuff like that being Jewish, and and that's that's a prevailing. But he was going to go Black Defcom community. on him. Uh, well, he was talking about. I I think he was talking about the media, is what I think, because I've heard other artists say it. In fact, I just listened to. Joe Rogan, and uh, what's the guy from Pink Floyd, uh, Roger Waters, mm-hmm. and Roger Waters was just on Joe Rogan, and he said all they do is, if you say something true, they just label you a racist, or or say you're a anti-Semitic, uh, he said that's just what they do, you sure. know, when you put out truth, yeah, um, they just, oh, he's a racist, you know, that's... Well, he's giving him a lot of
0: fodder, though. I mean, he's got to be smarter than that when he when he puts out tweets well, I that mean, way. He
3: loves, he loves Jesus, Janet. Uh, <laughs> that's the number one Jew, right? And then he was talking about David, and then he was talking about uh Kessenberg or some guy up there in uh, New York. That's uh,
1: yeah, those are the high rollers. Jewish. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, here's the I mean, but
0: Alan. Here's the thing: you don't get a, a pass for everything that you say just because you say you love Jesus. That's not how the world works. You're still held accountable for the things that you had to say, and I would argue more so if you're a Christian.
3: Well, I had a I had a guy just recently, a friend of mine who's a liberal, say I was crazy, and in a cult because I believed the Bible, believed it. No oh, boy, oh,
1: okay.
3: He
0: said I was in a cult yeah well i mean and and that's fine but you're hopefully not putting up hateful things about jews on your true social media yeah i mean there's a difference in uh i mean look i the the bible very clearly states you know especially in the last days Mm -hmm. like me you'll surely be despised Mm -hmm. that's what it says right if we expect anything any different um then we're we're kidding ourselves right you know
1: appreciate the call bud um yeah, it's uh, – I, I told him – I watched a lot of the, the interview, and I felt like it was a ping-pong game. I was going back and forth, and Tucker did let let him. I said, but when he would say something really good that I was interested in, he would just stop midstream and jump into another topic. And it was like, wait, you just – you were, like, in a good groove here. Well, let's finish that thought.
0: Well, and like I say, I I, I – that's – whether or not he is genuinely a Christian, that's not for me me to say. Mm-hmm. But we're all judged by our fruits, right? And and I think you have to be very careful, sure, with what you say, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to say it in the name of Christ, right? It's a yeah. You just got to be careful. Yeah. Uh, here's a text. Another Mark checking in. Okay. I saw a TikTok about Joe's amnesty program for potheads. No. Uh, A lady, former MP, said there are no federal crimes for simple possession. The only time it's a federal crime is when large amounts cross state lines or something. Simple possession is prosecuted at a state or county level and involves uh, amounts under an ounce. So when Joe said what he said, he was lying through his teeth and he knew it. Have a great morning. Okay. Thank you, Mark.
1: Well. That's. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile. In California, more than 250 pounds of methamphetamine were seized following a traffic stop. Wow. 250. How big was that car? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they pulled over a driver suspected of mm. transporting a large number of illegal drugs to okay. San Bernardino. Yeah. When officers carried out a search, they discovered 15 pounds of meth in a large trash bag. Wow.
1: Holy cow!
0: They then obtained and served a search warrant on the suspect's home, where an additional 244 pounds of meth was found. Okay, big time dealer. Sorry. Seized more than eight grand in cash that was discovered on the property. The overall street value of the narcotics is an estimated 803 thousand dollars, according to police. Yep. Lock them up. Throw away the key. Arrested on felony charges. Booked in jail his car was also towed as uh, as you might imagine. Oh,
1: Mark, that's not compassionate. No, no, when you're dealing that big, sorry. You you're in it big time.
0: Well, and then and then we have um you know the whole fentanyl yeah, issue.
1: Oh, there's you know I heard this before and I thought, "No, nah, that can't be right." Th- now it's been quoted several times that they've seized enough fentanyl in the last I don't know 8 or 9 months. To kill every American six to seven times over, and Joe mentions it once since right. he's been president.
0: Once. Well, and and we've talked we talk about this statistic a lot, and I think it's an important one. Uh, you know, it's the number one killer of our young people. It is. What is it? Ages fourteen to uh, uh, eighteen to eighteen to, 18 40, to 40. something like that. And
1: and you know what? I'm gonna say it again. They don't give a damn. The government doesn't give a damn.
0: Former drug czar William Bennett said that the United States is far too soft on many things, including these criminals who are smuggling deadly fentanyl into the country and contributing to the death of numerous Americans. He, uh, He said on the topic he took Rolling Stone magazine to task for its recent article that criticized warnings from the GOP about fentanyl hidden in candy this fall
1: Mm -hmm. as millions
0: of American kids get ready to go trick-or-treating. Saw that story last night.
1: Um, And let me clarify, when I say the government doesn't give a damn, the head, the people at the head of our government doesn't give a damn. I know there's DEA agents out there taking their lives in their own hands every day. Our border agents are trying to do stuff, but their hands are tied now because they're processing literally tens of thousands of people every day at a border that's supposedly closed. Well, as he was taking
0: Rolling Stone to to task, he said, uh, "Let's go ahead and resolve this. Let's let have the writers have a couple." Rolling Stone's article was titled, No Treats, Only Tricks. Republicans Try to Ruin Halloween (laughs) by Using a Fake Fentanyl Threat. Oh my gosh. The article went after those who've raised alarm bells about the prevalence of the deadly fentanyl in the country and the way it's being snuck into a variety of other products. As for the Rolling Stone article's authors who maintain that there's no real issue with fentanyl in the U.S. No, no. If they're right... There's no problem. If they're wrong, they're dead. Bennett said. Right. Do you want your kids to be part of that experiment? This is crazy. He said, who do you believe when talking about the threat posed to Americans by fentanyl? Rolling Stone or the DEA and Border Border Patrol? I'll take the DEA and Border Patrol. Look, I have a young girl that I dearly loved. I, I taught her in in mm-hmm. Sunday school. She's she's dead and gone now. Right of fentanyl mm-hmm. dead and gone yep. this was not a druggie, this was not a person that was you know using drugs and mm-hmm. living on the no this was, mm-hmm. a, this was a young woman living her life um and dead
1: met a mom of a 17 year old took half of what he thought was a percocet mm-hmm. right L- laced with fentanyl dead right 17 years old
0: and and now you know with them slipping it into everything else and and they're intentionally making it look like candy I mean mm-hmm. you can go online and see the pictures right nobody's making this up
1: yeah why would you do that
0: why would you do that if you
1: didn't unless you had evil intent
0: I mean I'm not i I, I don't think that parents or a responsible parent is not going to let a child eat candy out of a you know I mean they're yeah. gonna look at their candy and but our, our teenagers, our young people, mm-hmm. telling you guys, it's scary stuff. It is. We have WDBJ7 on the way. Going to take a look at some headlines for us for yeah. the South Side, Roanoke and Lynchburg.
1: Kimberly McBroom talking about a suspect arrested in Big Island. Roanoke police investigation on a Monday morning shooting. And AEP prices are going up.
0: Currently, 39 oh, degrees in Lynchburg mm-hmm. and in Bedford, 41 degrees in Roanoke and Salem. We have 38 in Danville and 38 in Appomattox.
1: How do you show me those Miranda clips and then expect me to do a serious news Oh, new my story? gosh. She's she so, so funny. funny. I I will watch her. I promise you. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I will. I will. I promise you. All right. Because these these clips hysterical. that you show me, they're just hysterical. Kitty's Closet will use an RV to take clothes to those in need in Danville, Uh, danville's uh, local girl jennifer miller started kitty's closet in august as a free clothing closet for those in need it's it's a really cool dual axle uh probably a, a travel trailer from the 70s it appears anyways uh while there are some locations that do have free clothing to share with folks one thing that's unique obviously is that jennifer the founder of kitty's closet Brings the closet to you. Sweet. Uh, Has it in different places. I don't know if she's actually coming to your house or not, but she is in certain places in Danville, and you can check out the closet. It's kind of a neat, cool way. You were talking about delivering coffee. Mm -hmm. You know what would really be awesome, a one-two punch, Janet? Is have a food truck that's got coffee on it that pulls that trailer. Ah. So for those that want to come out and buy coffee and maybe help Kitty's Closet, they could do that. Okay. so uh neat way to go uh you know this starts out with an idea i just want to take a moment jennifer miller had an idea and sometimes ideas you know they happen and they go oh, that just doesn't seem possible and then you start talking to people and they catch the vision mm-hmm. i've had it happen in my own life catches catches on fire It catches on fire and people want to help so you never know so keep doing what you're doing jennifer way to go
0: Uh, This upcoming October 15th weekend is going to be showcasing some vibrant autumn colors. The Blue Ridge Parkway will be near peak colors at elevations over 2,000 feet in Virginia. That includes the Peaks of Otter in Mm. Bedford County. Uh, The series of cooling mornings with widespread 30s and 40s are helping to accelerate the color changes. And uh, it says due to heavier amounts of rain this summer, the mountains are said to have the brightest colors in our region. Nice. Nice. So this is um this is gonna be I mean, l- literally just about through our entire listening area. We're yeah. at peak season right now, through the twenty fifth.
1: Okay. So if you're gonna do some leaf looking well now's
0: the time to do it. My brother
1: and his wife are coming up and we're going to do that.
0: I'm telling you, my friend Lori and Anthony, they they may as well open a B B B and T a B B and T.
1: Well, I didn't know they had that much money. but well, they go did. ahead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, now it's truest. A B and B. A B and B, right? Um,
0: because it's like a
1: revolving door over there. Oh, really? They got people coming in from yeah, just out from of town. all over because they're work. they're
0: not from uh, from they're not from around from, here. They're not
1: from me. They these here parts, right? So,
0: yeah, they're getting a lot of uh, family and friends okay. that, are, that are coming through. She said, I've never changed this many sheets in my life. Wow. So, yeah, they got a lot of folks through because they want to see the, the leaves. and yeah, They sure. are beautiful. Sure. And it, right where we live, it's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Well, you may have noticed it. I did when I bought gas um, this past weekend versus what I was paying for 10 days ago. It's saying that gas in our region has gone up almost 21 cents over the past week. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's gonna you know stop anytime soon. It may not be that quite of a jump, big of a jump, uh, but we're looking at prices now. Um, October of 2021, they were 303. Um, average across the nation was 325. Um, the the prices at the Sams that I go to to get my gas is was 306, and then it was up to right around 320 when I when I bought last. So guys if if um that means that also your oil prices are going to go up for your for folks that still, you know, heat their home with with oil and there are some, um not not a lot but there are still some. That's going to cost you more anything across the board and of course with OPEC basically telling Joe to pound Sam that they were going to cut back 2 million barrels a day in their production which is going to shrink up the, the market a bit, and that will make prices go up as well. Just be ready for it. We've talked about it a lot, but it's really here. And in my mind, Janet— And
0: if you find a good deal, fill up. Yeah.
1: To, top off. Top it off. Yeah. I, in my mind, this can't ha- happen at a better time right before the election to show the people across our country that this this guy has released a million barrels of our reserve, strategic, right. strategic reserve mm-hmm. right. to help bring those prices down, and they did. But guess what? We've got to replenish that at some point. Yeah, but I
0: don't know that that was the purpose of the strategic
1: oil supplies. Well, some of it ended up going to China somehow. Right. How did that
0: happen? I don't know. It's just crazy. Just crazy. Anyway. Uh, So, speaking of falling and falling leaves and (laughs) falling careers, uh, Janet Yellen not, uh, not doing so great right now. I mean, she used to have a really...
1: She was a kind of a Great. tough cookie in well, a way. I mean, she you know? was
0: she was very talented. Yes, um, and she was a professor. Had many prestigious mm-hmm. universities listed in her her name, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, she's kind of been reduced down to playing these word games for for Biden, right? And it's not working. Um, I mean, she she kept saying that uh, the inflation was transitionary and. Uh, I think she stopped using that now. Right. I don't think she's using transitionary Mm -hmm. anymore. Uh, Now she's using words like unanticipated and large shocks. (laughs) And isn't it sad that that you have such a stellar career and then you end up, you just got to get one more good haul in? This is what she's been doing. I mean, inflation is out of control. Right. She is... um, Appointing a Treasury's first counselor for racial equity. Yeah. And she's been. Now, this is our Treasury Secretary. Right, right. She's been lecturing on systemic racism.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why is our Treasury Secretary. I mean, why would she be giving speeches about that?
1: I why? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't fall under her purview.
0: And the whole thing about. Uh, inequality
1: falling that's what john Kerry has been doing talking about green and and others in the administration talk about the whole equity stuff of course they're all singing from the same hymn book you realize she made five million dollars in 2019 just for speaking Mm. that's how that's how hot of a hot commodity she was back then just to go around speaking to make five million dollars that just blows my mind
0: Oh, she she is still out there saying the economic outlook is good, right? And apparently she is still using the transition. Oh, she is term, okay. but you know it's more like how the transition of the Titanic into <laughs> a submarine. I think is more like how that yeah, that how that, that works.
1: That Jeez. <laughs> It did go underwater, but I don't think it ever came back up.
0: Well, and as, and as we said, at least they had their lights on. I mean, we can't even keep the lights on in part of the country. So, at least there's Touché. that.
1: Touché. Touché. Oh, Lordy. It's... uh, It's not good. It's not good. I, I, I don't understand. I don't... Do they... Did she just take this upon herself to do no. all this? Or is she being said, You need to go talk about this? We have to work equity into the financial fabric of this society. We're working it into every other part of the tapestry. Now it's your turn to make it work into the money side of things, I guess.
0: Hey, um, I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear it? What? Can you hear it? What is it? I think it's I think it's Alan. I think he's tooting his horn as he's driving down. The roadway. Oh, uh, former Democratic presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard announced. Oh my gosh, she's left the Democratic Party. Yeah,
1: finally. Mm hmm. Finally.
0: She uh she is denouncing the organization. Mm hmm. She attacked the institution in a minute long video mm-hmm. posted on her Twitter account. We're gonna have to look wow. that one up. Yeah.
1: You so, realize Hillary Clinton called her a Russian spy?
0: Yeah. Whatever says, I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that is now under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by coward wokeness. Wow. Who divides us into racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism.
1: Well. She said it. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome. Now,
0: make sure you, you know, don't fall prey to that whole women's health crap and maybe you'll win me over. So. You know i
1: and and she's been outspoken, I mean, I think the Democratic Party left her in a sense, but um did you see remember when we were talking about Macy Gray, how she made those comments, and she oh, was yeah. she doubled down? oh yeah, well, a few more days she undoubled, she caved uh, and apologized for of some of the comments she, she made about transgender women and the whole stupid yeah Thing going on. Yeah, of course she did. Because there. they will, they will. Oh, they will beat crush you, up.
0: you. It's just like it's like the whole thing when when uh, Kramer was trying to guard the um, the piece of furniture hmm. for uh, for Elaine in that episode. Okay. And they bullied him. Ah. Uh, <laughs> they were keeping bullying him.
1: I don't remember so, that episode. I might have to say oh, it. I'm gonna have to pull some of that. Yeah, up Yeah, pull for some you. of that up. And when they were trying. It's so funny. Him, we were talking about that. They were that trying office.
0: to make him wear the AIDS ribbon. He didn't want to wear oh, the ribbon. He, didn't he wanna, was uh, walking. What do you mean you? What do you mean you don't want to wear the ribbon? Everyone wears the ribbon. I don't want to wear the ribbon. You got to wear the rhythm, and then they like, start beating him up. Wow! <laughs> so, yeah, yep. That's pretty much how it works. Well, I they up... had it right even back
1: then. <laughs> well, they they did.
0: So we'll be back with uh, with more mm. from from uh, on Tulsi. See if we can get
1: some of that beautiful bean footage. Okay. Well, she's been on Fox a lot. She's definitely um, she's definitely.
0: And then, uh, and then Biden says, "Don't believe your eyes. Things don't suck, huh?" <laughs> okay. Oh my god! The little girl going, "The emperor has no clothes on." <laughs> what is happening?
1: Joe, put your clothes back on, please. Put your clothes. We back don't want to see that mess. Jeez. Seven forty-six. It's the morning jam. Come to the table Tuesday.
3: The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. She thinks my tractor's sexy. It really turns her on. She's always staring at me.
0: Oh, goodness. So yesterday was uh, the third annual Drive Your Tractor to School Day. Oh. In Nelson County. They oh, in
1: Nelson County? In Nelson right north County, of us. They, oh, okay. they drove
0: all their tractors to school in Nelson County. How
1: do you pull that off?
0: Oh, well, very well. I think they had flags on their tractors and and everything. Wow. I mean, they're lined up. I mean, I don't know when, when they had to leave oh, for that's school.
1: A, that's an old... Uh, uh, international. Yeah.
0: International Harvester. Look at that.
1: Wow. Oh, there's a Kubota, John uh-huh. Deere, a Ford tractor. Yeah yeah massey ferguson it was the uh, all.
0: faa's or the ffa's third annual drive your tractor to school day oh okay apparently they do this every year that's just fun how about that and look look at all of them that participated
1: those uh, are the future of america right there yeah it is male and female
0: thank god for them
1: absolutely they're gonna make sure we have food on the table Yep. You know, while everybody's playing we with their video games. We think your tractor's
0: games. sexy. That's all I have to say about that. We do. All right. So uh, we teased it before we went into break. Yeah, Tulsi, I played it
1: inadvertently. Sorry. Tulsi
0: Gabbard has uh, left the Democratic Party uh,
2: saying it's an elitist cabal.
1: Yeah, this is Tulsi.
2: I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, I invite you to join me.
1: Wow. She said a lot. Mm-hmm. She covered a lot of ground there. She did. Good for her.
0: She did. She was on uh, on Jesse Waters, and mm-hmm. she was talking about, um, you know, how you just—they're just out of touch, completely out of touch.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: This this whole administration mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And and how they're trying to sell us a bill of goods that we all know is just a lie. Yeah. And it's true.
1: Well, and she's talking about the weaponizing. Uh, Tucker Carlson had somebody on his show last night. He, he told the story of a father in Tennessee, 11 kids. Kids are, you know, outside. FBI shows up, and I mean, they swarm the place with long guns. And he was part of a anti-abortion group. Uh, they were protesting in certain abortion clinics, but they would protest by singing hymns. <clears throat> and you would have thought this guy was, you know, like he was the drug dealer with all that methamphetamines and mm-hmm. meth, and meth uh, that you were talking about earlier.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just
1: amazing what the, how they've weaponized the FBI. It's it's sad.
0: We got a, a text: Trump Tulsi twenty twenty four. Well, you never know. Well, <laughs> she's no Kamala. That's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's right. That is for sure. Oh,
1: she's got some depth to uh, her.
0: Teresa sent us a picture on our. Uh, I'll have to share this one. Okay of of from space of Virginia. Right. And the colors are so vivid you can see them from space. Oh wow. You can oh, see the neat. colors changing. And
1: on the on the Blue Ridge. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is cool. U.S.
0: National Weather Service
1: um, how about that
0: had the sent the satellite image. That is very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Obviously we missed this what? yesterday, but now this is like the third or fourth listener Who has said that Salty was under attack yesterday? Do I need to go kick some butt? Because I will do it. Says Salty was under attack yesterday on the Tom Sullivan show for being fake.
1: Not by Tom Sullivan though, right? By the by the listeners,
0: I guess. Says I've known him for years now. What you hear is what you get. So have I, Gizmo. Well, what is that about?
1: I I don't Why know. Why are they being
0: mean to Salty? I'm
1: gonna go back and listen to the Tom Sullivan show to find out. I mean, what's even going on. you're
0: getting a little defensive of Salty. Well,
1: I, I yeah, but Salty and I back and forth. I, I took some heat last week because I was a little too hard on him when I found out he was <laughs> gonna be in the in the Christmas in show. In the Christmas show.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: And I said, Oh boy. I think that's all I said was oh boy. Right. And and I got <laughs> heat for that for saying oh boy oh boy there we go <laughs> all right so okay I well know. that's we'll, interesting we'll have to see what's going on yeah.
0: there because they need to leave salty alone
1: well i did i did text Teresa to ask her what hour but she thinks know, it's around 4 30
0: salty needs to know though when when you become more popular
1: well the, the knives come out you know? yeah
0: yeah i mean yeah. people throw rocks at things that shine salty <laughs> i'm just saying so as you get more popular, people are going to be mean to you Or whatever. Take it from Brett Favre. He knows.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got an update on Brett Favre.
0: Well, so he is rebuking the criticism right. of, of his role.
1: In a scam?
0: It, well, it's a Mississippi welfare fraud scandal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he hasn't been charged right. with
1: anything. Just been implicated, I guess.
0: I guess. Um, It's been a few months Mm -hmm. since the public has heard from Hall of Fame NFL quarterback Brett Favre regarding his alleged involvement in the Mississippi welfare fraud case Mm -hmm. that state auditors say funneled money to a new volleyball wellness center at the University of South Mississippi. The state of Mississippi is currently suing 38 people or companies in an attempt to claw back 24 million of the $77 million in federal welfare money, mm-hmm. according to a report by Mississippi Today. Right. Favre, who helped raise money for the facility, has denied knowing that a $5 million grant for the volleyball facility came from a temporary assistance for needy families welfare fund through the Mississippi Community Education Center, a nonprofit operated by Nancy New. Hmm. According to the documents, the $5 million was procured by MCEC via a block grant from the Mississippi Department of Human Services. He says he's been unjustly smeared in the media. Mm -hmm. I've done nothing wrong. It's past time to set the record straight. Okay. He says no one ever told me I did not know that funds designated for welfare recipients were going to the university or to me. Mm Mm-hmm. I was trying to help my alma mater, right. a public Mississippi State University, raise funds for a wellness center. Mm-hmm. My goal was and always has been to improve the athletic facilities at my university. I was told that the legal work to ensure that these funds could be accepted by the university was done by state attorneys and state employees. Right. The volleyball court needed to be used to benefit the needy in Hattiesburg, White said. And fast forward to today, what we know now is the volleyball court has not been used to benefit the needy. So, this is unallowable to use TANF funds for a few different reasons. Okay. Um, they're also not allowed for brick-and-mortar construction product, projects. So, it would seem like that should have been oh,
1: automatically. Yeah. yeah, right then. Automatically. Sure, sure.
0: But did they not have... I thought they had some emails from him, though.
1: Yeah, I, I just, hmm. I'm sorry, I don't recall all the, the nuances with, with uh, what happened. So,
0: at the crux of his involvement is the $1.1 $1. $1 million he received for fundraising, which he reportedly gave to the university to assist in building the center. After I found out the money I was paid for fundraising radio spots came from federal welfare funds, I returned all of it. Hmm. He returned the $1.1 $1. $1 but has yet to pay back the interest. Really? Come on. Wow. Well. I mean, so he gave <clears throat> the money to the university. Right. They kept the money, and then he paid back another $1.1 and they're suing him because they didn't get the interest? That's... I'm sorry. Hashtag Team Brett.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Y'all screw this stuff up. You don't oversee it. And then you want to go and...
1: And go after...
0: And and trash people and and try to undo what you screwed up. Right. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a politician, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Something like that.
1: Mm. Eight o'clock coming up. Bill Trefiro has some news. He's going to talk about the shooting. Death of that young boy. There's a little bit more information out there. Bedford woman arrested after a shooting yesterday. And a man charged with stabbing three of his family members, one of them in serious condition. Just a lot of uh, craziness going on there. Bill's going to bring it to us from our Roanoke desk. CBS News is next.
3: You're listening.